What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. All right, so this is just something I'm going to try. Uh, today uh, is November 1st, and it's the start of what we call NAPAPOMO, National Podcast this month, and uh, a friend of mine kind of told me I should try Twitter Spaces, and it's something I kind of tried out with a, um, I guess, Spotify Green Room, one of those called Locker Room, so I thought I'll, I'll jump in here. If anybody wants to, to join, uh, go ahead. Uh, you can request, and I'll go ahead and add you. But uh, anyway, let's uh, just start things off with the uh, New Jersey, uh, new uh, Spurs Fiesta Jersey reveal that happened this morning. Uh, as everyone expected, it's obviously white with the Fiesta colors of teal, orange, and magenta. Uh, I've got to be honest, I was a little underwhelmed at first. And then I looked at the whole picture with the shorts. And the shorts are kind of like the saving grace, if you ask me. I feel like that's the best part of the uniform. That diamond, uh, you know, a pattern on the leg is really cool. But the jerseys themselves are kind of mess. you ask me. I really love what they did. On the shorts, they had like thick lines, and if they continued that pattern onto the jersey, I think that would have been better. And then it's kind of weird because they've got the modern Spurs watermark on there, yet you know they're kind of like paying tribute to the past of the city and the team. I thought you know like with the San Antonio script that they've used in the past would have looked a lot better than then if they continued. Like I said, the thick lines that they have on the shorts. And did that on the, the top, that would have been a lot better. Uh, I do have to say, Kelvin Johnson's shoes, though. I love her of those. But um, anyway, those kind of a mixed reaction throughout. What's up, Jose? What's up, everybody jumping in here? Uh, if you have any thoughts, like I said, feel free to jump in uh, to speak, and I'll add you. Uh, but again, it's just kind of a, it's the new city edition. Some people I talked to, I thought maybe they set the bar too high because last year's black were pretty pretty well done. I mean, I don't know if you can get much better than what they did there. And so the white, they weren't going to be able to just do the same thing and get away with it, especially with this fan base. I think this fan base is really hungry for something new, for something interesting. Uh, let's see. All right, let me jump in. All right, Jose, you should be able to speak now. What were your initial thoughts on the... I saw you on Twitter, but what were your initial thoughts on the new uh, jerseys and uniforms? Honestly, like like you, like you said, the, the shorts are the saving grace, but I don't know, the, the whole... Like, the modern Spurs... Like, I, I feel like everyone kind of agrees. Like, get that Fiesta logo from, you know, that the Fiesta colors. I think it'd be perfect, but I don't know. It just looks weird. Yeah, I mean, it, it almost looks like somebody, somebody had a good point earlier, and they said, well, they probably, honestly, they probably had some really creative takes, uh, but then you have to go through Nike, you have to go through the team, then you have to go through the NBA for parents, and that, maybe that stifled their creativity a little bit, and they had to go with something a little safe, but uh, like I said, the shorts are great. Maybe if they had, had to continue some of that, it would have been really nice, but my, my first thought again was just like, meh, could have been. Couldn't better. Uh, what's up, Bruno? Ben, if you guys want to jump in with your opinion, just do a request and I'll add you. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I, I I think, like I said, everyone is like totally mixed on this. Uh, so 
some people love it when it ordered already. They're gonna have toys till November fifteenth, I think. Some people are just like, uh, oh, it's not not that great. Um, so, you know, some of that. One of the like quotes they said was like the city edition is inspired by the legacy uh, of of the team, and so then for them to go with the modern word mark is just kind of an odd thing. So, um, anyway. Uh, no, I feel that. My, I, yeah, I hope my buddy. I hope at some point. Year. Have you seen my buddy Geeke? He like does a lot of um, cool vests with like spur stuff. I just hope at some point they like reach out to him because he's like a very creative designer. He's an immigrant, uh, very very brilliant guy. And you know, I see this cool stuff that he does. Like like he'll he'll turn like a Sean Elliott or like a Dennis Rodman old Spurs champion jersey into a puffer vest. Like he does like creative stuff like that and. I just know, like, if they have someone like him in the room, like, it would, like, oh, man, like, that's what they need. Just that one extra voice in there. Yeah, I mean, I've seen some, there's been some really cool stuff. Um, and, then, like, if you go on Reddit and stuff like that, some of the, like, concepts are, like, really awesome. So, like, I would love for them to just, like, pick on these and say, okay, well, like, what are the rights to use your design? What do you think? Anyway, Ben, I see you in here. What were your thoughts, huh? Heck yes. Here's so I love the idea of paying the Redditors or, or people who are super creative and they come up with these ideas. Here's here's where you have to be careful because and here's where you take an example. This is a great example of how not to do this. Um, I don't know if people know this story. I'm gonna get super, super nerd on you guys for a minute, but the character Venom from Marvel. A, they basically had a contest for people to create characters. They chose they chose a fan's work and made it Venom, and they basically threw him a hundred bucks and said, "Hey, thanks for this design. This is pretty cool. We're going to end up using it." And then Venom becomes one of their one of their best characters of that era. So I think you you have to make sure you properly comp and and Marvel has never properly compensated writers and creators of characters since then because they think they can kind of get away with anything because, oh, it's our characters. They're going to be great. People are going to love them no matter what. So I think you have to be careful if you're the Spurs or the NBA and you go seeking out these guys and you say, yeah, we want to pay you for for all of this stuff. I think at some point it's going to get to the point where these guys are going to have lawyers and they're going to say, listen, if you want to use my design, you have to give me X amount of the profits. I have to get a percentage. Uh, you know, Maybe they get something else in there like – I have to be able to go to X amount of Spurs home games or even away games every year, you know, and it's going to get too complicated. And that might be one of the reasons they don't use one of these designs. I also happen to think that Nike has way too much say in this kind of stuff and they don't, they're creative in some regards, but they don't have the time, the patience and the resources to get creative with every single NBA team. And, and make them super unique and creative. They just kind of say, well, we know Spurs fans like Fiesta colors. Let's just throw those on on there somewhere and hope for the best. I mean, if you look at, and, and me being someone who grew up in Orlando, I saw the, I had this discussion with another buddy where, you know, we, we were talking about it. And he's like, oh man, these are amazing. And I'm thinking, I think they're dumb. I, I mean, you, you just made everything orange, which has never really been one of their colors, but you made it orange because they're in Orange County. I get it. But that to me, that's a very loose connection. And you basically repurpose stripes from previous uniforms. 
and jerseys. So, as you know, it can't be worse than that if you're the Spurs. It, the, the only thing I'll chime in on that, though, is I don't know if you saw the other concepts for the other teams. So a lot of the other concepts were utilizing a lot of the old, like, looks and incorporating that and kind of making it a little bit more modern. So, I mean, of course, they use the ABA logo. They use the colors. The font, of course, is the is the original logo currently now, which I thought they could have done something with it differently, but I, I get what they were trying to get at. Um, so, I mean, I, that's the only thinking I think a lot of Spurs fans will miss is, well, hey, I would have loved to see. Well, I, I get that, but look at all the other concepts, like the Rockets jersey, for example. They use kind of like the, the Stephen Francis yeah. kind of like pinstripes. But then if you look at the lettering, they use like the old like uh, white with red and yellow type lettering from their jerseys. Mm. So go go back. I challenge everybody. Go look back and look at all, every single jersey, and you'll probably find some concept that they use from from jerseys from way back, or logos from way back, or lettering from way back. That's kind of like what they did with this. And I, I know a lot of folks said, "Hey, we should have probably put San Antonio on there in the front, like they did back then." But I, I mean, I, I get what they were trying to do, and I, I don't have no complaints over it. I mean, I think a lot of it is is, is Nike constraints as well. And so I think for what it's worth, I think they were great. I think they're you know. I, I hear that they're going to be some continues to be continue to have some more exciting stuff, but I think you know we got to keep that in mind. Versus you know how can we make it better? Jeremy, are you going to order uh, a jersey? I definitely will. I ordered I ordered a black one. I ordered a black one when they previously dropped, and I will definitely be ordering a white one. I really really want those shorts. I think those shorts are, are definitely going to be sick. <laughs> those shorts are absolutely like, yeah, fire. I think it was the same thing. Yeah, for sure. Ben, I, I had a feeling you were going to go with, with something Marvel there, so I'm not too surprised. <laughs> but uh, also, uh, yeah, if, if uh, like Jeremy's point, I looked at some of the other uh, concepts, and some of them were just terrible. Like, I guess first fans should be thankful that like whoever's doing the Oklahoma City Thunder uniform, it's just like, what is that? <laughs> it's nothing. And then uh, I think it's the Cavaliers at first. I was just like, I thought I'd like check my glasses because I couldn't really even understand what was on there. Some of them were pretty bad. I really like the bucks with the side panels at the color. So uh, the stripes, the side panels at the color. So uh, the stripes there. Uh, let me um, read a tweet from uh, uh, John Diaz. Well, first he retweets the, the, I guess, commercial and just says, yikes. And he says, the shorts are perfect, but the actual jersey is awful. With that stupid current day Spurs script too. Nike just Nike'd all over these. So, anyway, there's another, I guess, uh, part of the staff member that's not too happy. With but then we have, like, Vicky, who's, like, loves them and wants to order uh, that jersey kind of immediately. So, again, it's going to be mixed reactions. Anybody else there in the um, that's listening, if you guys want to jump in, feel free to request, and I'll add you, uh, like I have with Jose, Ben, and Jeremy. But, um, anyway, so it's just been interesting to see kind of all of the reactions uh, today to that. What do you think so, of the Rockets jerseys? Cool. Rockets look like the old Rockets yeah, uniforms. Cool. You know, I, that, that, that's yeah, I like the cool. pinstripes. It's really nice. Yeah, I, I've always liked that 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 design. There were, there were some other ones right, that were really cool as well. Um, I'll have to pull the it nets, up. But, I, like, um, I really like the Nets. Theirs was cool. Uh, kind of pays homage to the old Nets jerseys. I would say go go look at Chris Creamer. Uh, I think his ad on Twitter is sportslogos.net, and he kind of gives context into, like, what logo and everything font that they use from old jerseys. He's literally doing team by team of every single one. It's kind of cool to see. I mean, I think 
the Wolves, I love like kind of the old like uh, early Garnett, Marbury days. The Nets kind of pulled from like the Dr. J, but then also from like the Jason Kidd days. I mean, there's a lot of cool things that they they pulled from a, from a lot of the old days. I, I thought they were cool. I think they were neat designs. Some of them definitely are ugly. I will will say that, but uh, I think there's some history behind some of them. We were like, ah, okay, that makes sense, and that's why they used it. Some of them are pretty neat. I, and again, Nike kind of did their thing with it. I'm pretty sure the, the teams were kind of like very, you know, at, at capacity of what they could really do, or there was only so many constraints. But um, there, there were definitely some interesting ones in there. Yeah, and I like some of the older ones, like the Denver. I remember when I was a kid, I thought those were ugly, and I really like those now. The Mavericks, you know, kind of paying uh, homage to some of their uh, former uniforms. The Suns one looks exactly like what they used last season, so I'm not sure if they changed anything. But here's one that kind of throws me is Miami. This looks like it's a ransom note, like the way they did their, uh, their, their team name on the jersey. It's just so weird. It's like serial killer note or yes, something. Yes, very excited uh, for the Zodiac Killer to come back. <laughs> it's, yeah, they did it from like the Miami Knights one and then like the early, like the one that LeBron wore was like a white with like, it looked like the Fiesta colors. It was like a pink and orange. And then they did the A from uh, like the Dwayne Wade years. And then the the black numbers from when they did the black jerseys. It, it looks weird because they literally took it from each one, but it, it looks awkward as hell. Yeah, yeah definitely. And then uh, the Pacers, who was first played in light, I like those. Those, those kind of remind me of like the old like Reggie Miller days and things like that. So, those are cool, but I think honestly the best ones that I'm looking at out of all these, I think I really like the, the Rockets ones. Those are probably the best. Uh, Utah seems like they've been doing great games forever, so uh, nothing too new there. So anyway, some some interesting designs uh, all over the place. I, I really would have loved to have seen Utah go back to its jazz roots. I know, I know. In today's yeah, day and age, you know, like they don't have anything to do with jazz, and they moved from New Orleans, and that's why they were the jazz, but. I think it would have been cool to pay to to pay some homage to the fact that they used to be the Jazz, and I mean their their hashtag last year was take note. I don't I don't remember if they've kept it or not, but like when your hashtag is take note, and then the emoji that pops up is a music note, you know why wouldn't you try and use that in these sweet city edition jerseys? Would you have gone with like the mountain or the Rockies or whatever, and on the like the way they had um, back in the like uh, Stockton Malone? Oh, those would have been great. The the only thing about those that, that I find funny is it, it reminds me of like a Coors Light bottle. If maybe if the jerseys get cold <laughs> enough, they you know they, they the mountains light up. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Anyway, so uh, some definitely interesting takes here about the jerseys, but the first half of the Patriots. Tonight, the Spurs, you know, finally got past their, like, four-game skid with that win over the Bucks, and the Pacers are on their own four-game skid right now. And, uh, you know, so I'll be trying to win one at home because they are at home right now. Um, so, according to lineups.com, the lineups will be uh, DeJounte Murray, Derek White, Devin Russell, Kellen Johnson, Perto against Malcolm uh, Brogdon. Karis LeVert, Justin Holiday, Delmontis Sabonis, and Miles Turner. And I think when you look at that, the one that's going to be like, uh, and, and Rocky Gars wrote about this in his weekly preview, and like kind of the the matchup to watch there is going to be probably Sabonis against Pirtle. Pirtle's had some tough matchups so far this, this season. He's done really well. But Sabonis is averaging like 20 points, 12 rebounds, almost seven assists per game, just going crazy. Um, 
so he's going to be tough. Uh, ben, I'm sure you've looked at this a little bit. What, what are your thoughts on stopping Sabonis? Oh, I love watching Dem- DeMontis Sabonis play, by the way. Um, I'm not even sure that that's the biggest issue because you, if you're the Spurs are out there, they're trotting out a six ten Sabonis and base and a near seven foot Miles Turner. How can you guard both of them? I mean, I think Pirtle can do a pretty decent job on whichever one he ends up guarding, but the one he doesn't end up guarding, Keldon. I think, is going to be the issue. <laughs> yeah, Keldon, that that's a tough ask for Keldon to guard either one of those guys. I mean, I know he's strong and he's a big guy and all that, but. For him to have to guard, and I think honestly they probably put uh, Pirtle on Turner and and do Keldon on a on a Sabonis just because uh, Sabonis does have that range outside and he'll be able to defend outside. But that is a, a tough ask for anybody like that. So there's a you know the the team is is the Pacers have uh, quite a few injuries and some some major. I think. Uh, Brogdon, while he's listed as a starter, he's questionable still. Um, Karis Silver just came back. He's actually doing a little bit. Then there's still Jeremy Lamb's doubtful. Um, uh, I think T.J. Warren is out. He's definitely a big part of their, their lineup. And obviously the Spurs are still out with a guy that would be going back to uh, where he played last in uh, Doug McDermott. So I think that definitely um, hurts a little bit. That injury to me seems like it's... Uh, Taking a little longer to heal than I expected, but I mean, you would think that after they were able to win against the, the defending champs, they would be able to, you know, get a win against a team like the Pacers, who are sitting at the bottom of the Eastern Conference right now. They're one and six. Like I said, lost four straight. So that's definitely going to be something to keep an eye out. If they do have Brogdon starting, um, you know, I think you're comfortable with uh, Dejounte. Guarding him, and let's just talk about Dejounte for a minute because my gosh, this guy is that urging. Seventeen point eight points per game, eight point eight assists per game, eight point five rebounds per game, and I've always thought you know Dejounte was going to make a jump at some point, but it seems like it's happening now. Are you surprised at all, Ben, to see this isn't his time? No, he's he's been fully healthy. He had. An actual summer to work with. The the COVID protocols are a little looser. And, and I think he's just incredibly comfortable running with a lot of these guys now. He's been with them two or three years. And even when he was recovering from his surgery, if, you know, I think it was two or three years ago now, I'm already losing track, feeling like an old man here. But, um, you know, when he was, he was still involved with the team when he was rehabbing from his ACL injury, He's, he's just familiar with these guys, and I think that plays a huge role. And I, I also happen to think that the, the biggest leap for him this year, and, and I shared this on Twitter as well, was the fact that his turnovers are so low. He's only averaging a, a, about two turnovers a game with all those stats you mentioned. And, oh. you know, somebody put – I can't remember who it was, but somebody put together him and James Harden and Russell Westbrook and basically said – what do you see as the biggest difference among all three of these guys, besides the fact that Russell Westbrook is shooting like garbage from three-point land? But both of those other guys are averaging five turnovers or more. I mean, that is huge to be in that kind yeah. of company and exactly. not turning the ball over. Yeah. For sure. So if you've read uh, Rocky's uh, weekly preview yet, I'll just uh, spoiler, he um, 
his prediction says the Spurs will fight their way out of a close one, come out with a victory, and he thinks Keldon is going to be leading the score tonight. It, it's crazy because you see the way they played against uh, Milwaukee, but this team's been hard to track. Like, Paul Garcia's done a great job. job. And in the last podcast I did with him, he was asking, do you expect this like stat to kind of like stay, or do you expect them to go up or down? And I'm just like, honestly, it's like so game to game lately that the way they play, like, their defense has been kind of the constant. But it, everything else is just, like, I mean, if you look at Kelton uh, Johnson, for, for example, I mean, he had, like, a, a rough stretch of, like, two games there. And, you know, Lonnie Walker had a, a stretch of, like, his first four games. I think three of those four games were 17 or more points. So you kind of never know what, what exactly is going to happen. Uh, so, anyway, he expects that they'll – get the win. I also predict they'll get the win. Um, get the win. Um, before I close up, Ben, your prediction? I, it's funny. Rocky, Rocky's description or his preview of the game really could apply to almost any game the Spurs play this year, I think. <laughs> I think it's going to be a lot of, it'll be a close one, but they're going to have opportunities at the end of the game to win the game. I think there's going to be very few games where it's like, ah, they're going to get blown out or they're going to do the blowing out. So, yeah, I, I think, and like you mentioned earlier, I think it's going to come down to the big man matchups. If I think the Spurs have an advantage in the guard in the front court, but, or sorry, the back court, but the, the front court is definitely going to be a major concern in this game. I, I, I would say the Spurs are probably feeling pretty good after the Bucks win. I, I think they string, string another one here with that one. All right. Awesome. So, all right. Well, I'm hoping to do this at least once a week, but I think we're going to try to get some more staff jumping. And I know Evan uh, Townsend has done some of these in the past, so we might get him to jump in and do a few of these. So we'll have a few a week. But um, anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Lots of great Jersey talk and a quick preview uh, before tonight's game. We've got a few more hours here. So, uh, again, thanks for listening, and um, see you next time. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.